Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, bots and cons to Tech Talk, the officially unofficial Transformers TCG podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Scott of VectorSigma.info, and we just got done with our uh, marathon dissection uh, post-mortem on the Press the Advantage Band, as well as talking about the recent PPG results. Um, but we had some other news, Scott, some other exciting stuff that came up in the form of spoilers. Are you ready to dive into these? Yep. All right, here we go. So, nope, I don't want to bring up our press stuff again. So, again, <laughs> as always, these are in roughly alphabetical order. Uh, I apologize in advance, although we did get clearer pictures than when we talked about the mercenaries last week, two weeks ago, whenever <laughs> it was recently. Some of these cards made it a little bit challenging to get everything on screen in a legible format. So, apologies in advance. But this one I is not guess, one. I can guess which I can guess which one is. Can you? (laughs) I I think they might stand out a bit, but, uh, so the first one up is hazardous shield. This is a Decepticon armor, one black pip, and it has revenge scrap an enemy weapon or armor. Now, first thing that I noticed on this is it's, and this is kind of what we expected with, I think there was one other card that granted revenge or, or granted an ability that was a little odd that we talked about previously. Mm -hmm. Bounty. Yes, uh, it's use a character's revenge abilities when that character's KO'd. So it's not, the shield itself doesn't have revenge. So if they pop it with bashing shield, you don't get to nuke their armor or weapon. Yeah, that that's what the, those green ones that did last set. Right. Like when, uh, they, when they got killed, they... Exactly, they but it, the, the reason I'm bringing it up is it's a, a distinction for this Mm-hmm. That it certainly changes it because if it was when this died, I feel like it would, this being the shield, it would be better as it is right now. I guess because it's a Decepticon tagged card. You tell me, Scott, did the Shockwave want a one of of this just to have an armor off the top? No. I didn't think so, but I, <laughs> I don't know where else I want this. Do you have anything for it? Um,. No, not really, but I mean, like, it's because it's hard to imagine a scenario, because we live in a world where so many of, like, the upgrades you usually want to take out are either offensively, you want to take out armor that you're facing off against, or, like, there there is, outside of, like, the current bolster uh, scrapper gauntlets combo, there's no way to take out weapons, like, in the middle of a combat, like, when you'd want to, and a lot of weapons scrap themselves after seeing play that see play, so, like, mm-hmm. it... It, I can see a scenario in sideboards where this might see play, like in, in defensive mm. matchups. That's actually that's why I was. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's, that's actually why I was calling out the the fact that it grants revenge to the character. Because if this, it isn't great, but it could have potentially interacted with Bashing Shield and and screwed with somebody's sequencing. You know, it, they play the weapon ahead of time on the assumption that oh, well, I'll just Bashing Shield the armor that if you play one, if not, I'll do something else, I guess. That still isn't a great scenario, but regardless, that's not even an option uh, for I this mean, to then, you. if it got popped by Bashing Shield, to eat their weapon. Um, I don't know. I, I think the art's cool, but <laughs> I'm not expecting I'm going to be sleeving this guy up. At least I not mean, has, bug, has Bug Bomb ever seen play? N- no. I, well, I take that back. It has, 
<laughs> whether it should have is another question. Right. Um, so that's the issue. It's, yes. it's like an effect like that. Yeah. So we'll move on from there. We'll move on to reprocess, which was actually something that was from earlier today. So it's green pip. That's it. It's an action. Scrap an upgrade from any character. Repair two damage from that character. So we have a ramming speed that you could eat your own stuff to heal. And since it's green, we were just talking about consistency not long ago. Uh, I anticipate we're more likely to see this, but do you think we're even going to see it at all, Scott? Potentially. It definitely has um, some some options, at least, I think. Be, I mean, green pip aside, well, I mean, the green pip is very important. I guess I kind of want to start there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the part that matters. Mm-hmm. Um so you have like a, a more than I mean I hate playing ramming speed and vaporize so like some more consistent version of those mm-hmm. even if it has no on color pip I'm fine with that. Um, what I like about it is if 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 the character using it on all like on your opponent's characters is undamaged there's no downside to it. Yep. Um, the other thing though is I I can't imagine a scenario where you're going to use it on your own character other than if you were going to like. There has to be a better It's the ratchet play. deck, Scott. Come on. No. <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, I guess it like I guess it works if you're replacing something else. Like if you're replacing a weapon or an armor, it's a it's a medic. So like I mean it's a really yes. bad turn. But <laughs> I, mean, I mean like like I mean there's I there's a reason for it. I mean, I guess. Like it's safe like it's like it, there's no safeguard too, but it's close. Like, you know, like if you can find a way to heal one more, you're all the way back up to safeguard and things like that. So if it's a, um, if, man, if a you qu- play the armor thing that gives you safeguard and this in the same turn, man, now you're back up to full heal. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Meta solved. Everybody can go home now. <laughs> it, um, I mean, yes, outside of, of those scenarios, I mean, if we get another card that triggers off of healing, great um maybe otherwise i think the fact that it's a fetchable ramming speed for wheel turns and aggressive decks kind of thing so they play an armor i'm gonna be able to get in multiple attacks i'll go fetch it because they probably played it on their big guy that i couldn't get at anyway so i'm not healing anything uh and then try and push a little bit more damage I, I agree with you. I'm struggling to see the scenarios where I'm going to end up targeting my own stuff. Yeah, like if you're attacking a guy that has spark twice, you're probably ahead of the deal because the the it might only prevent two the first time, so you're you're even there. Mm-hmm. Assuming they had damage on them, you're even there. But the second time, then you're ahead. Exactly. So like you're at, you're going to be it's going to be plus two at that point. Yep. Essentially, that you would. So yeah, I can definitely. I, I that's in wider decks. I can definitely. This is going to see. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I think it's probably going to be just a ubiquitous one of those decks as it is. I think it's just a more skill-intensive card, and I think once you find options to use it on your own guy's value, it's going to be really- Right. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Uh, I think that'll do it for reprocess, though, unless you had any other thoughts. No, I think it's solid. Yeah. It's, so it's well balanced for what it does. Then we'll move on to Stable Cover. This is a Black Pip secret action. You reveal it when one of your characters defends. When revealed, that character gets plus one defense until the end of the battle, and the attacker can't use Pierce. I forgot this card exists. So. 
I think that kind of says it all. Um, what's the the uh, utility that reduces Pierce from Siege? It's an armor. It's an armor. Or, oh, it's an armor? It's not a utility? No, it's point defenses. Okay, because I, I, I was going to say, like, this serves, I guess, potentially that role. I I don't know if it does, since it's an armor. Maybe this has a little bit more use, since they could, you know, pop the armor with something and then get in. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this will see. Even because yeah, I got so. nothing for this. I mean, it, we, RC we, doesn't like this card. No, she all. does not. That's actually <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> RC is pretty popular, so I mean, in general, we did mention it on a different topic, but the the health pools are growing in general. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is an issue for Pierce in general because you know you you want to pair Pierce with your low attack guys, so. That seems like a a better way to address the Pierce problem than sleeving this up. Just play guys with bigger health. Yeah, you know, or just if you really fear it, just play systems, which I think will have more use. We'll go with that. So we'll move on. <laughs> now, probably more exciting for you, Scott, is step forward the blue pip Autobot secret action. So you reveal it after your opponent chooses an attacker and before they choose a defender. One of your Autobots gets brave until the end of battle. This card seems really strong to me. Am I am I wrong on that front? <laughs> no, this is very strong. The The card seems like a better hiding spot, like kind of simple. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Totally. Um, because, I mean, first of all, your opponent's attacking multiple times. The, they have to attack that character. Yep. Like, so it's it's. I mean, in that way, I guess it's similar to hiding spot. But I mean, like, you're you're forcing you're 100 percent forcing where the attack goes goes to. Absolutely. Okay. Like like if you have three tap guys, you're like okay, why well, that guy or that guy? Now it's I can't not the one I actually wanted to. Right. I can attack this other one. Now it's yeah. not strictly better because in the scenario where you have to give brave to somebody that so they have multiple attackers. You have to get brave to somebody that's going to die to mm-hmm. one attack. Now you're you're exposing your other character that you wanted to protect where Hiding Spot would have protected them. But the fact that this has a blue pip and not a black one, I I really just like this better than Hiding Spot. Yes, and, and you know, uh, like the Autobot, this might do with other things, but the Autobot, uh, Battlemaster Salmon, Septicon ones did, so this helps that situation. Yep. Um, in there are certain scenarios where you wanted your Autobots to actually take the damage. Your Decepticon mixed decks, like uh, even though that is even if the Autobot was the main character, they just had a better chance of surviving due to their like due to the fact that they're Optimus in some way, shape, or well. Among other things that are no longer relevant also. Right, uh, there right, were other reasons. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Or like, you know, it was Hot Rod or somebody that was already... They just had built-in defensive stats to begin with and you wanted to keep Decepticons along. Um, as a result of... Like, this was right. just... This was just better in those situations and because it has the blue pip, it's even better. Like, you know, like, I can see a situation where, like, cause, like for example, Shockwave decks I build really Shockwave flanked by two Autobots randomly. It just happens to work out that way. Right. Um, and 
this would definitely go in there. Yeah, because he um, only cares about it being a secret action. Right. So, I mean, like, even outside of pure autobotics, I I think this is extremely powerful. Yeah, th- this seems... I don't want to say warping, but it, it's it's influencing, I guess, is the step back from, from that, but still mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah, um, I agree. It's... Uh, Man, they're, they're, the tools for blue stuff seem to be piling up based on Siege 2. Let's, let's put it that way. Agreed. Um, so that actually closes out the battle cards from the set of reveals. We, since we got through so many early on, it was so front-loaded, uh, where we are closing in on a complete spoiler set. Um, but I think we, need, we actually need more battle cards. Last week. We need what? I think we actually need battle cards to be revealed at this point. It's pretty Left. close. I mean, both numbers are getting pretty low at this stage. I think, I think after today, there's only two more characters. Six or seven. I'd have to double check because I didn't re-calculate re, uh, everything. So I saw somebody say that. Okay. We'll, we'll take the word of the internet for now. Yep. Mm-hmm. For now. <laughs> so... Moving for into characters, we have Raider Apeface, who was kind of someone that we expected to show up because he's shown up on three other cards already, at least in the artwork. So he is also a triple changer. And again, like I said, I was trying out some new formatting for displaying him. So we got the other two modes rotating. Uh, in alt mode one, he is a ranged plane. He's 10 stars, 514-1. And while this is undamaged, he has... Focus one. If you go into mode two, we have our first beast mode. Uh, he's melee, five fourteen one, and while this has one to nine damage counters, he has bold two. Now, if you go into bot mode, he is ranged again, five fourteen one, and while he has ten or more damage counters, he has tough three. So this seems to tie back into the idea of playing a a mixed pip deck, all of those abilities, either the focus lets you dig for what you want or the other ones reward you for having blue or orange respectively. But this seems like a lot of effort. If you're trying to go between different modes, you probably only want one of them and then your opponent may turn it off. I don't know. Are are you excited to try out Apeface? No. Yeah, he... Mm. I mean, maybe if there's some wild beast support card, but right now it's, oof, it seems tough for this guy right now. Yeah, I mean, this is more, this is a triple changer in the mode of the the wave two ones where they typically want to be hanging out in one mode most often. So I really thought you were going to say they were. They're just bad, but no, no, no. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say that for a second. No, no. Um, so there's like no point to them being triple changers because you just want to be hanging out in the one mode so often the other modes don't even matter. Yeah, and I don't know. And with no, with no, with no flip abilities, like I just, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, he obviously the beast mode is going to be the easiest one to. I'm looking at him as a, a super expensive barrage, kind of, and I'm not, yep. that doesn't make me, I'm not excited about it. 
Unfortunately, I don't think it's Ape Face's time, so I think we can move on from him, unless you have any other last-second thoughts about this guy. Now, I don't know that the tough mode is going to actually drive anyone, and then I don't, so I don't know how that's going to play out. It's pretty much the issue. And, and Yeah, I mean, tough three is a lot, but if you're... So you'd have four health left right. to get that active. And you can't wear an energy pack, which is... And if they play reprocess, they could take them out of it and kill them. There you go. <laughs> That's the ball game, folks. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll move on from him. Oh yeah, that's a good like that. That's a point oh, though. Like if you, up? it's like Astro Train. Like if you, if you disable whatever mode they're in, they can't just get into one that might be better. Yeah, They're just done. Yeah, I mean that's even worse. I mean with Astro Train, I feel you know you just. I think it's his first mode where it's if you have one armor or one equipment upgrade, you get extra armor. Yeah. And you could then, okay, well, I have a weapon and I played an armor. I have a utility and an armor or whatever. You know, you could have some redundancy. Here, it's based on the damage. So and the mode. And what, the mode. Yeah. Because so, you actually have to be in that mode. Like, you, you don't just automatically mm-hmm. switch the mode. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's awkward. It's much worse. It's much worse, yeah. I mean, I guess this guy will be fine for limited. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, he's fine. He's still a giant dude. Yeah, he, he's giant. And all of those abilities, because you're naturally not going to have an all-orange, well, you're probably not going to have an all-orange sealed deck, uh, it's going to reward you to, it, or reward you for, or provide more consistency. It's not really a reward. That's not the right word to use. So... Uh, it gives you a little bit of extra so that you can go find the things that are actually relevant. In the li- in limited, the tough three when you. Hmm. Well, you're right. You could just randomly get out of that mode if there's like some universal heal or something like that. It w- that would be really awkward and be a very <laughs> unfortunate way to lose the game. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. I think that's enough for ape face. We'll move on to Raider Calibers. Who actually, I think I messed up and we missed him last week. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so he, no, he might have been a Friday. He might have been a Friday. It's possible. I, I'm i going to say I missed him. I'll take blame for that one. But anyway, uh, so Caliburst is our Decepticon ranged battle mastery. Six stars, 381. When your opponent draws a card, if they've already drawn a card this turn, your opponent chooses one of their characters and does one damage to it. Oh, wait, we, no. We, we, we talked about it. Did we talk about Shockwave. him? Yeah, because we, we did the Shockwave. Well, I know we talked about it offline, but I had that moment as I was putting all the notes together. I'm like, wait, did we actually talk about him? Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Then we'll skip Caliburst. <laughs> we, we, won't, we, we won't do it over again because, yeah, there's He's that good. weird Shockwave thing. He's good. Um, So we'll move on to Raider Chop Shop, who is, I think he was alongside Reprocess today. Yep. And by that, I mean a couple hours ago. So we have yet another... Uh, reissued Decepticon, or Insecticon, rather. He is melee in both modes, 411-1 for 7 stars. When you flip to alt mode, you may scrap a green card from your hand. If you do, repair 1 damage from each of your characters. If the scrap card has no other battle icons, repair 1 more damage from each of your characters. And then over in bot mode, he's 511-1, and when this attacks and you flip at least a green, repair 1 damage from him. I guess, excuse me, medics for your team are exciting? I, I mean, his bot mode is atrocious. 
Yes. <laughs> so you would be correct. Um so I mean like I I you only want to be flipping this guy back and so like as long as you can and, and to be honest with you, this is something that I want to bring up with other characters later, but like I had you know, it's, we can bring it up now. Like there's a lot of stuff in this set that really helps your flip density. So this might not be as hard to do as it seems. Getting just a single green, you mean? No, keep flipping back to alt mode to get the actual that you want. Oh, I miss I misheard you. I, I really thought you said pip density, and that's why I was very confused for a second. No, flip density. Yeah, flip, not pip. Um, I think it might have cut out for a moment where I'm just getting tired and I misheard you. So I agree with you there. There, there are a lot of things that give you that opportunity. I don't necessarily know if a lot of them want this guy. I, I don't know. I mean, healing two team is not a bad thing. So I mean, certainly not. But it's in order to do that, it's. I mean, obviously, you go get the single green card, whatever it happens to be, and we've gotten some new ones in this set. Um, you wouldn't be playing it alongside any Enigmas. I'm trying to think of other single green pip cards that weren't the recent reveals, the one we talked about today, or uh, Pocket Processor. Uh, Sonic Scramble. Uh, that yeah. you're, you're not selling me on this. <laughs> you're not. I'm sure somebody out there watching or listening to this is screaming at their screen right now for whatever we can't think of. But there's the there's the other repair one one that was terrible. Also, yes. So we'll <laughs> okay. I mean, to be hey, fair, it, it, you're playing quote unquote three cards in a turn, one of which just happens to be heal two from your team. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm not super excited about this version of Chop Shop, but maybe I just have it in my head that Insecticons are orange. I don't know. I mean, this is another situation where, like, again, maybe in Safeguard. I just think he's probably too expensive for what it was. I would agree. I, the stat line is not... If you had two defense in both modes, maybe. I don't know. That's fair. But I, I don't think I'm getting real revved up to play Chop Shop. At least not this one. I would agree. So we'll move good on from limit, chop- good, limit, good and limited again. Yeah, he'll probably be fine there. Um, mm-hmm. Move on from there to Jetfire. Captain Jetfire, in fact. Already? Jeez. Yeah, we're getting there. I mean, the other no, one... I mean, what? I, we could have saved, saved this guy for last. We could. If you want me to skip <laughs> around, we can. I just put him in no, alphabetical order, so... I don't care. We're, well, we're finishing with Sound Blaster. Does that does that make you happy or sad, <laughs> no, Scott? It's fine. It's okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll do. I mean, to be fair, there's only one after this. There's only one that's probably not going to be exciting Bro. to talk about. But yeah. Um. So Captain Jetfire is a leader. He's a plane. He's ranged. Well, he's a leader and ranged in bot mode. He is 16 stars. For those of you that can't squint on there and see what that says, uh, he's a five. 22 in as in 20 health two defense in alt mode when you flip to alt mode you reveal the top five cards of your deck and put all upgrades from among them into your hand scrap the rest in bot mode he's a 6 20 health two defense and when this battles draw a card then you may reveal an upgrade from your hand and put it on top of your deck if you do flip one more battle card this battle 
So he gets pseudo-bold tough. Uh, yeah. It's, it, well, because it, it doesn't literally say bold or tough, as in, no, you know, if something disabled those, it gets around it's better than that. It's yes. better than that. Well, yes, because you can, you have an influence on what's there, among other reasons. And you get, and you get an extra card. Right. There are a lot of and good, there, get, there are a lot of things to like about this guy. I feel like we're going to add a lot of ands on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but he is... To be fair, 16 stars. That's a pretty steep cost. Um, is that putting you off this guy? Not in the least. <laughs> I mean, the, the stat block is insane. This goes back to what we were saying earlier, that it, the health pools are just growing. That's why it's great and all that we're getting a lot of these pierce cards. But, okay, you pierced for three. Congratulations. <laughs> like It's going to take you a thousand turns to get through my team. The, the go ahead. How many more battle cards does this guy need printed on him as text? That's a very good point. Because <laughs> right now it's three. We got mm-hmm. treasure hunt. Well, a better treasure it, hunt. It's it's more than that. It, it's it's more. It's like four. Well, it, I guess it depends on whether you're counting the the flip extra as independent battle cards. I guess. Is that where you're going with it, Scott? No, no, no. Oh, God, I'm losing him. No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, it, you no, got I'm, really I'm, far away for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, because it's where I took it out. Okay, I got you. Um, let's just call let's just call that combat training, so we don't call it the bold one and tough one utilities. We'll just call it combat training to add an extra. Yes, because I only remembered the names of one of those things, so go. <laughs> yes. No, I remember both. Never mind. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> so you have data pad. Mm-hmm. Security console. Yep. Um, combat training. Combat training and a better, like, so better versions of all those. Although not as, a little bit limiting, but that can easily be fixed by deck construction. So the. Oh, and easily fixed by the fact that you flip and treasure on for five. Well, this was one of the things when we were speaking earlier about. Um, I totally lost what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> it's, I'm getting tired, but the, you're right. This guy has a lot of battle cards built into him, and one of the characters that leaps to mind when we're talking about having battle cards built in is Wave One Wheeljack. And yes, this this is going to take a minute to to get where I'm going with it. I get they are going to be different things, but the point is, is one of the advantages or one of the the ways to look at Wave 1 Wheeljack is that he gets two weapon slots, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. This is the same gets, sort of or thing. Or he gets a supercharge. Yeah, whichever yeah, way exactly. you want to look at it. You're yep. getting free cards, and you start with them in play because clearly you're going to build your deck in a way that causes you to trigger it. And mm-hmm. to your point a moment ago, Scott, you build your deck to ensure that this thing is going off all the time and that you're doing the thing all the time. So it feel this is another card that feels like there's way too many things going on on it for it to not be good. The worst case scenario is you draw a card every single time this guy comes. And I get the and feeling he's going to be in a lot of combats just because he's got 20 health. And you flip the treasure hunt for five. How much health does, does Galaxy Prime have? 21. 21? Okay, I knew it was, I thought it was 21, but... 
So your absolute worst case scenario is without flipping, you draw a card every single combat that he and that does not count the having boulder tough or putting one card on top. So we're saying for some odd reason you have all actions in your hand after you do any of these abilities. So all he's doing is drawing a card every single combat and so that part can't ever be taken off the cards and the flip to treasure hunt for five can't ever really be taken off either. So that's a worst case scenario. Best case is obviously like you get bold and tough every single combat and you get to um, battlefield rep- like you get to we'll just use the actual upgrades. You get to data pad and security console every single combat. Seems it seems okay. <laughs> it I, seems I mean, okay. <laughs> I, I I mean I'm sh- I'm sure there's like <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, going from 13 stars to 14 stars, you can see a power curve increase with, you know, Battlefield Legend to Shockwave, for example. Like, mm-hmm. some people say there isn't one, but I think there is. You can see going from 14 to 15, you know, the Galaxy Prime is very powerful. Right. I, I mean, going and going from 15 to 16 is... is you're saying you're getting like your money's worth? Yeah, I mean... It's similar to, there were articles way back years ago in Magic where they would explain that like as you went up the mana curve, the card had to be exponentially more powerful because you For sure. had to have the land drops to play it. Um, and other games we played were similar. As you went up the resource curve, the cards had to be more powerful because you had to invest, for lack of a better term, more resources into playing them. Yeah. Um, and this is the same exact way. Like, I mean, well, it's a little well, different because of the way that. I mean, I get the the analogy, but it's a little different because it's not hitting those resource drops as opposed to you know configuring your team. But it is still a, it's a cost you must pay to get this guy included. As long as you can make a three character deck, I don't care how how much a guy costs. There, like on like honestly, like I I feel like at this point you can go up to what seventeen. And as long as you can make a three wide deck, it's fine. But like, once you start to hit like eighteen and nineteen, you can't play three wide. Then it becomes an issue, right? So, I mean, I'm gonna play this guy. This guy's. I, I can't believe this guy's not a super. I honestly cannot believe this guy's not a super. I, I mean, I know the uh, power level is not a correlated with rarity, or at least not strictly correlated with rarity uh but yeah the i could easily see this guy being one of the super rares i I mean this guy's awesome i really want just flat awesome yeah do you have the card in front of you scott or can you picture the the artwork right now yeah it looks more like the veritas the yeah the (laughs) i'm not gonna lie the when i first saw this card the alt mode, the first thing that came to mind was the Space Winnebago from Spaceballs. <laughs> I really, like, I want to have somebody draw that on one for me because I'm a terrible artist. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm i buying enough boxes that I'm going to go out on a limb and assume I'm going to get this guy. I anticipate I will probably be playing a lot of this guy at some point. I like, like, I've seen the Siege art before, and I'm surprised that it got so far away from the cartoon, like, Mm. has an actual face art that it returned back to the 
legal problems that Hasbro had years ago with I, his character. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I remember probably... They didn't win. <laughs> no, but it, I thought there was something else that happened recently that I heard on a podcast explaining why this is a thing again. Um, but I don't remember what the hell it was, so... Yeah, I mean, I think it looks cool, just not one I remember. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest, I never cared about Jetfire in the old cartoon, and he was just there in the War for and Fall of Cybertron games, but at least he got, you know, a brief spotlight, because they did play off of the idea of him and Starscream being colleagues in that in those games, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I assume he'll be extremely popular and powerful story because this is an extremely popular card because he's a whatever class toy really the big yeah. ones like right well he's not a titan like the size of uh no, natural no, blacks no. or something no. but yeah he's yeah i'm pretty sure he's a leader i saw one yeah. in a walmart the other day and i didn't see it again when i went back in maybe i should have got him i don't know and he's like 50 bucks or something yeah that's the reason why i didn't pick him up at the time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, I got a lot of toys on my desk right now, but they got to draw the line somewhere. But anyway, uh, yeah, I really like Jetfire. I, there's a lot of positive things to say about him, I think. The obvious downside being, or potential downside being the 16 stars. We'll see if that matters. I'm going to say right now that I don't care, but. <laughs> I don't care in the least. Yeah. So we'll move on from Jetfire to another one that is. Well, was a challenge to try and squeeze on the screen. Was Omega <laughs> Supreme the one you were predicting earlier, yeah, Scott? Also, that one and the other one, that's right. Yeah. So this is going to. I'm going to try and ramble or get through these quickly. Uh, so we have Omega Supreme in tank. He's seven stars, three nine two. When this attacks, you may scrap two cards from your hand. If you do, do one damage to an enemy. And all of them have when your opponent reshuffles your deck. No, they got, don't. The base doesn't. Oh, they don't. Okay. So, I stand corrected. I haven't gotten to the base yet. Uh, on the tank, when your opponent reshuffles their deck, if you have Omega Supreme Spaceship and Omega Supreme Base on the battlefield or in your KO area, combine the, combine them with this into Captain Omega Supreme. Uh, do you want me to just go through the other ones, or do you want to talk about this thing first, Scott? No, we have to go through all. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. Like it, It's a seven-cost tank. Do we care? Sort of thing. None of them, none of them are playable, Al. Yeah, I I would agree there. So the, <laughs> there's the conversation done. Yeah. Um, Omega Supreme spaceship. Clearly, it's a spaceship. It's ranged. Uh, it is also seven stars. Four twelve zero. When this attacks, you may scrap two cards from your hand. If you do, scrap an enemy upgrade. This does have the when your opponent reshuffles. If you have the tank or the base on the field or battle uh, battlefield or in your KO, combine. Mm -hmm. Then you have. The third one, which is the base, it's a specialist. It's a zero twelve one, and also just a zoomed out picture of the other ones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not really sure what else they could do, but it is kind of funny. Um, yes. So when this defends, do two damage to the attacker, and your opponent scraps the top two cards of their deck. This is eight stars. Uh, it does notably not have the clause about combining, like you were saying. And then finally, what do we get to? Captain Omega Supreme, he's a leader, melee, and ranged. He's a 733-3 with Pierce 4. He's 12 stars. When this attacks, 
no, or no, excuse me, 22. 22 I'm looking at it like, wait a minute, that makes no yeah. sense. Uh, 22 <laughs> stars. <laughs> when this attacks, you may scrap four cards from your hand. If you do, scrap all the defender's upgrades, then do one damage to each enemy. I'm tired of saying all that stuff. Scott, take it away. <laughs> He's extremely difficult to evaluate. Um, you so don't we'll, say. <laughs> um, it's 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 notable. Like all three of them are rare. Um, they're all like normal size characters. Mm. Um, it's going to be annoying to try and get them, but I guess everybody did it with the Dinobots previously. So yeah, yeah. we'll get over it. Um, so what I like about it is. I mean, you start as a th- you start as a three character deck, and you eventually get to a one character, similar to combiners, but more similar, I guess, to Dreadwing, the other right. five combiners, just from a number perspective. But they may it may play out more like the the regular combiner teams because the the individual parts in this situation have uh, abilities. Yeah. Um, and you don't need an Enigma, thank God, because you have to pitch two cards to use these abilities. So, right. um. If we assume it's defensive deck because it's a character deck ultimately, or you don't want to take, you don't want the damage to carry over, um, then your the tank's going to have decent survivability with two defense built in. I like the pitch card ability, although it's a little the plasma costly. burst. I assume no, it's only one damage, so like, it's less than that. But yeah, um, like work overtime obviously has to be in this deck. You Clearly. get three star cards for this deck, which obviously I like using the like the auto the new one like where the Autobot Rover is all. Like the, oh, the 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 one that keeps him at one health. Yeah. Mm. Um, that seems I like it might be okay here. <laughs> I find it interesting that he actually like combines the attack of all the parts and the defense of all the parts, so that you literally are combining. Yeah, the defense is. I mean, three is a lot. The the pierce if we talk about the uh the combined so mode what was that yeah it's so random yeah. that, that's exactly what i was gonna say <laughs> none of the other parts have it i don't understand it i think the melee range thing is actually cool because now you can play hovercrafts and slingshots if you really wanted to but it's gonna take too long I think. but yeah well they i mean i don't know if you're closing the game out it, clearly the parts are not closing the game out um I don't know if you're closing the game out quickly enough with the combined mode where you wouldn't need those if the deck slots allow for it. Like you you were talking about this earlier, but you only have 40 deck slots. I don't know if you can put three Energon slingshots in here, but having more cards that say do damage out of combat is going to be important when you're combining into one giant dude. And he says on him, untap him when you combine. Uh, yeah, it, this begins untapped with all the damage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The usual combiner clause. So, I mean, at some point you're going to be getting a, that's also to understand. Like, I mean, but that's really important because most, the five Y combiner teams that never happens outside of like, whatever the weird bolster situations, I guess. Well, yeah. So, and only Dreadwing actually got extra attacks out of the deep. For now, but we'll we'll get to that later. The ones in this set get free attacks included, so Mm -hmm. that's important to understand. Um, 
the base is interesting. It's it's the it's one of the only ways you can actually deal com- you know deal damage on your opponent's turn. It's going to obviously limit the amount of like it's literally going to limit who can actually attack it. Um, there's going to reach a point where they can't attack him anymore, and I actually wish the Giant Omega Supreme carried that ability. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Now that I've said those words, I kind of want to take them back because <laughs> that feels like it would be ridiculous. But balanced, in my opinion, because, yeah. by the fact that, like, so this has the same clause as Lord Megatron, i.e. difficult for your opponent to like, to empty their deck. I mean, clearly this is supposed to be played with system reboot. Like, yeah, system reboot, uh, heat of battle, that sort of right. thing. Right, so... But especially system reboot because the the deck itself is so pitch cards out of your hand intensive. Absolutely, you definitely want to be doing that. Um, so, so we'll assume those cards are in this deck. I still think it's going to be difficult to it's get it by the free attack. It's going to be difficult to get it at a time where you act like where you have control over when you want to combine. And it's going to be massively advantageous because you have super control over what happens. Right. Like you said earlier, we're missing more battle cards than characters at this point. Given that we now have Omega Supreme available and we have Lord Megatron already revealed, I'd like to believe there's one more mill your opponent card somewhere out there, but Mm -hmm. maybe there's not. I could see this also being one of those they stretch it out over multiple sets. You know, even though the next set wouldn't necessarily be siege mm-hmm. themed, it could yep. be okay, well here's the the backwards compatible supplement. Yeah, the key is like if you some if you miss an attack with one of the parts, you're not actually you're just improving your attack like like if you don't attack with I don't know the not the tank, the other one the spaceship for example. Mhm. Um, you're just improving the spaceship's attack three or yes, and and like that's not going to be as good as like I get in a I get a free attack, or if like it happens on like, yeah the wheel, it's not going to be as good. It's not so, as good, but it's still the jump from three attack to seven attack is still good. You know, it, presumably there's going to be a or. If, I'm sorry, the spaceship has four attacks, so going from four to seven, like seven is where it really, you know, you really start to stand up and pay attention because now, okay, I'm a weapon away from doing double digits before you even talk about adding something else. So, but you don't, the point is you don't want to, you don't want to lose an attack. I agree. So I, I just don't know. I need to, I need to see again, like you said, the support. And how difficult it is to actually make that happen. Mm. Um, if it's not, if you have a lot of control over that, and I don't mean through system reboot, because you're still going to lose an attack because that happens before attacking. If it's with heat of battle, that's fine. Um, which I think will obviously also be in the deck. Um, of course. But if it's not, or like if you can arrange it to attack into tough guys or something like, that, it, it's fine. Um, I get the suspicion that it's going to be, again, barring this hypothetical additional mm-hmm. support, I think you're really going to be combining, quote unquote, traditionally, as in you're not going to get that free attack. 
and then the times where you get that free attack, it's going to be a blowout. Whether that's good enough, I guess, is, I mean, obviously that's the question to, you know, say the, the silly thing, but. I think you would need to be able to do that in order to make this guy play. I don't know. I need to see it play out, but like, mm. these are difficult conditions to combine. So. Yeah. Although it is a, I mean, I guess the old combiners were an inevitability too, because, you know, they had green enigmas, so unless they were shredding your hand like early on wave two meta with sentinels and demolishing, you know, preventing you from ever seeing an enigma, you should like, you're going to combine your opponent will reshuffle at some point. I highly doubt people are going to be playing battle of wits style things with like 60 card decks to avoid it. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, So there is, that's part of the reason why I'm thinking that it's the free attack is going to be an afterthought clearly this was designed that okay you're gonna get there eventually excuse me it's interesting that you get three star cards um and to me like combiner parts in any way shape or form are always going to be worse than their equivalent star normal characters you'd expect them to be yeah so i don't even care like it like to me the star cards are almost free um because there's no three cost characters, so which ones do you have anyway? So like whatever right. the cost of this was is kind of irrelevant to me. Like, they could have made it eight, eight, seven or to me it's just getting three free star cards is may is is definitely obviously going to really this. Mm-hmm. Um but it may really help it if it if it works out that way. Yeah. And it <sighs> It'll be interesting to see if star cards then become a thing because we they've obviously shown up in various places, but now that you could hypothetically play a playset of them in a quote-unquote normal deck, it, it's a different take, and I'm curious about where that lands. Yep, agreed. So, uh, any other thoughts for Omega Supreme? I, I think he's very difficult to assess without actually physical or either. Yeah, th- this is going to be weird. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll move on from Omega to Private Sea Watch. So we got our first boat. Um, he is the remaining member of the Rescue Patrol. He's a boat. He's a specialist. And he is five stars. He's a 380, the usual stealth while untapped. When one of your rescue patrols battles and you flip at least two white pips, flip three more battle cards. And then in bot mode, he's a 381 and he has the Lord ability where it's plus one attack, plus one defense for each KO'd rescue patrol that you have. Uh, I'll be honest, I am just excited because we have a boat and it's hilarious. They're all, every boat transformer is funny to me. So I'm, I'm already happy about this guy. You flip seven when you have two whites, right? Total? I believe so. So the first one's going to put you up to four cards. Then you get three more. Two of which are white. So you have five hypothetical whatever pips. No, more of them are going to What? Obviously more of them are going to Like, because that's the way you have to build the deck in order to make it mathematically work out. So, mm-hmm. in all likelihood. Like, so... I would say best case scenario for a side of deck, you're going to be looking at plus four. 
which is obviously it's tough math. Um, Come on, Scott. This, this is what you're here for. You're supposed to do this stuff off the top of your head. He wasn't good enough for me to run the simulations. With. I thought, like maybe oh, he is. That that's that's just mean. <laughs> who, who are the other rescue patrol guys? How many of them are, like trucks? Yeah, they, so you have their uh, micromaster abilities are basically irrelevant. You got system reboot, rapid conversion, and I don't care. Yeah, I, well, it, I mean, it matters if one of them does something really unique, but I don't think any of them do. Yeah, the swap parts guys does something really unique because it's a band car. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all going to, I I should have double checked, but I'm pretty sure they're all, you know, they're not going to be more than three attack. So. And they're all, none of them are ranged. I will say sure, because the ones I'm picturing are trucks. So. The car might be arranged. But even then, I mean, if they're ranged, okay, you get the ranged package. Those are blue pips. Are they, with these low attacks, are you thinking that they can still sustain? I feel like they would still have to be orange. And then if you're mixed pip plus you're running enough white pips to guarantee you hit the double on this guy, it feels like the deck is all over the place. My excitement over Micromaster has died with Bounty. So, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. So. I think this guy looks cool. But, yeah, I, I'm not... I don't know if this is Sea-Watch's time to shine unless the other two characters are also boats and we get some busted <laughs> tribal boat cards. I mean, it... From a... The Lord ability is... I guess equal to the plain one, which I thought was the best one. I mean, this was, this is good also, but I just don't know how synergistic. I don't know if it's. I I get where you're going from a tribal perspective. Oh yeah, I get where you're going that it's it's close to the plain one, but I like the plain one more because you could. I don't think you have to go to as many lengths to get it to trigger. Sure. Like. I mean, yes, you need double whites. That needed a green, so clearly you need more cards. But I think you'd be happier including all those other greens that we've proven are strong as opposed to having to reach for... I mean, I could name a few white pip cards, but not too many off the top of my head that it's going to want. Oh, there's more now. I mean, like... There are more. Like the plus three... That was the one I was thinking of, yeah. Head-on collision. Yeah, and acute reflexes are... So there's yeah. definitely more playable whites. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, the 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 alt mode tribes on these guys are just so inconsistent that it just makes it difficult to build a good yeah. deck. So <sighs> sorry, about like, man. Two trucks, a car, and a boat. Like <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get a boat tribal in the near future, um, and it'll be fun when that happens. But for now, I'm. Hold off on this guy and the uh, rescue patrol. I mean, like you said, the Lord ability in general and the, the way this guy and all of them are set up makes it interesting somewhat at the very least. So it's worth looking at, but it's, I don't know if it's doing anything that the other ones can't. I think the three wide rescue patrol and an 11 drop is a better place for this guy. I would, I could see that. That, that makes because, sense. Because you're like, 
the net, the downside of that is not the plus one plus one that you're losing; it's the attack that you're losing. And if your eleven drop is obviously general optimus, it's going to help you proc the ability. And so, right. in all likelihood, you're going to be going up the amount of attack that you would have been gaining anyway. So that might be a decent piece for this. Yeah. But again, I don't know what. There's no tribal synergy there, other than I yeah. would. Ha- I think you get two trucks, three trucks if you can optimus. So it could be. So your battering rams and team up tactics have a home now, I I guess. No, it's the driver. It's called. Oh, that thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's all about that card. The other. Well, yeah, I was making a joke about the other ones. I wasn't actually (laughs) serious about including those. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's. I want to try out the patrols. We'll see if this one does it or not. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll go from there. I guess. Yep. <laughs> does it matter? So if you do that with Optimus, you it's a leap if he's in alt mode. But I don't think you'd ever want to do that. I mean, I'm sure no, there's no, some no, fringe it's, scenario. It's the plus one point. Bold one. What was that? The extra. It's a bold one, tough one that gets you the more. No, I agree. I'm just thinking of other, like, because he's also a truck. So that's why I was sure. like, oh, well. I guess there's some fringe scenario case where you'll want to attack in alt mode, I guess, because it's a mostly orange deck. He has three defense. You pump him. I don't know. I'm just making no. stuff up. No. So we'll, he always wants to attack him. By- well, yes. I, again, I was trying to think of weird fringe case stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. So I think that'll close it up for Private Sea Watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll move on to Raider Skytread, who is another oddball one that made it difficult to try and fit everything on here. So we have our new pseudo Dreadwing. Um, so we have our six star ranged plane, Skytread plane, aptly named. Uh, he's 4100, and his revenge ability is if you have Skytread tank on the battlefield or in your KO area, you may combine this with him into Raider Skytread. If you do, put the cards from your hand face down under Raider Skytread. So our tank half is a 383 for six stars with basically the same revenge. If he dies and the other guys either, if he's around, you put the cards and combine into Skytread. Uh, the combined mode is 12 stars. He's a 6183. And when this attacks, you may put a face down card from under this into your hand if you do move one damage counter from this to the defender so you get a bombing run every time you attack if there are cards under him uh it gives you a lot of stars to play with since he's only taken up 12 initially as compared to the 16 with dreadwing this guy is is certainly interesting i'll say that Mm -hmm. he's good you like this guy, Scott? Yes. Can you tell um, us anything else about it? <laughs> um, he only costs 12 stars. Yes. Um, just huge. Uh, the best part of Dreadwing, as, as we talked about, is was that you got an extra attack. So you, ha- you basically started the game at some point having a ready for action. Right. Um, uh, I just, if 
if for some reason you didn't combine it's is it a must uh if you have the other guy on the field you may combine okay so for some reason you chose not to combine and the second one dies does he combine and then just die he's dead <laughs> that's what i as i was reading it i had that go through my head and i'm like or, or does he have one more hit does he have one more hit no it's eight and, and ten uh, so it's and he has okay. 18 health total so i'm I guess hypothetically, if we get something down the line that increases your entire team's health by one or something like that. Um, okay. Otherwise, I, I think he just comes back in and immediately croaks. But then is I still functionable as the... As a combiner? Yes. Correct. Yeah, they don't... F I believe... I'm like 99% sure they don't fall apart when they get KO'd. They don't. They don't. Okay, so there's that. I was just curious how that works. Mm. You don't want to be doing that, but I'm just curious how it works. <laughs> I guess. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> so what I like about this character is you're going from a three or four deck into a two or three wide and getting a free attack at a at very high stat line. Right. Likely, like, let's assume the plane is dead. It so you have eight health left. Right. So you get... I mean, I don't you it don't think of it as a twelve cost six eight because you got to do it because as long as the combiner parts absorb the tax, then you're ahead of the deal. Because it's it's really difficult to explain, but like this six I'll just say X three is what you care about. And so however many attacks it takes to kill that character is what matters and if that is at least now going to be more than three because it took you two to kill one of the parts and then at least two to kill the combined form like that's pretty good for a 12 star character like to yeah. absorb four hits or more so I mean that's where I really like it because it doesn't really matter to me that he keeps the hit. Like it doesn't. Obviously, if you if it was a six eighteen three for twelve, obviously, like, like well, like, yeah. So the way to think about it is like it's basically going to be that. You just have to think of it that way. Like it's going to take a certain number of hits to kill either one of the parts, and if it takes two, you should be well ahead of the. Deal. And then you combine. Get an extra attack, assuming you attack assuming you attack with both parts already. You're ahead of the deal. You're getting an extra attack at some point. You're keeping all the upgrades, so you're getting double use out of the upgrades. Assuming you like they weren't grenade launchers and stuff like that. Right, right. The other, and, I, and again, I asked this, and I can it'll probably be addressed in a rules round, but like I assume the upgrades on the KO'd part are technically KO'd before you combine. So it would only be the parts that are only the upgrades that are left over on the un KO'd part. I I get what you're saying. That I that would make sense. Right. So So if we assume the plane dies, it's like whatever's on the tank goes over to the Um The bombing run thing is weird because like you don't like you lose your hand basically and you 
start drawing cards again until we attack. So, like, one of them at least is right away. But, like, technically, like, if this happens on your opponent's turn, like, you're you're not, you're down the cards. Like, you'll get your draw phase, but right. that's all you can play for the turn. So you're drawing the cards, like, later. Which, I mean, obviously, it makes over. Yeah, work overtime is going to be funny. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's not an irrelevant ability. I mean, when you're doing a damage, like, that should happen. Um, I don't look at it as, like, a downside because there is an upside. You're basically just making every card in your hand have suspend do a damage. I, I tried playing a lot of Dreadwing, and yes, it clearly matters losing your hand, but there are ways to work around it. There are more ways now, and this guy will give you the cards back somewhat, so I don't think it's going to be as punishing as it may appear. There's no yeah. way to piece these guys. Yeah, there is. Well, but is it... So you get in with the tank, you get in with the plane, you piece, then you get in with this guy slash your other third partner. Or whatever many you have. What was that? However many you have. Like yeah, exactly. So that, that that's a reasonable... I was trying to figure out, are you costing yourself attacks in that scenario? But I think you're going to be fine. No, the key here is you need to have the part survive. Like, you, the, the part you attack with first can't be one-shot. Right. So as long as you're... As long as that's happening, you're ahead. And in my opinion, way ahead. I guess the other bad thing that could happen is you attack with a tank, they attack back into the tank, do some amount of damage to it. It doesn't matter how much it is. Mm. You attack with a plane, they one-shot the plane. Technically, the combined form is losing the 10 from the plane and the damage how much damage they did in the first attack on the tank. Yeah. So, like, which isn't going to be much, let's be honest. Like, especially if you're going first, it's not going to be much. And if they if they go all out to not even kill the tank, like on their neck, like if you go second, your opponent will have a full turn to a tank mm. or whichever one. Like you might not even do it at that point, but presumably, um, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be that bad. Like I don't think you're. I, it's going to be still be difficult one shot the tank, like in. <sighs> Period, in my opinion. Maybe, Again, assuming I mean, you're, assuming you're... it's going to depend on the matchup, obviously, but the if you're blue, then it's, what, 15, or excuse me, 13 health, so it's 8-3, and then you assume two blues? Yeah, but if you go second, you get a play, don't forget, so... Right, but they also probably punched your plane to put a little bit of damage there, so the the calculation gets weirder. It may sure. still be fine, but it's... Um, well, then you just swing it. Well, no, then you lose the attack. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, then you, you end up potentially just having the plane die. So it, it gets weird. Like you said, having the... Starting the game with a ready for action is incredibly powerful. It's just... Apparently, you got to work kind of hard for it. <laughs> no, you, you don't. I mean, like, you just have to... If this guy absorbs... Like, if this guy takes forever to combine, you're way ahead. 
your guys aren't dying. I mean, like, you know. Right, but the problem is if he, it's actually the, the other scenario that you combine too early because those guys just got crushed. Um, and now he's I, vulnerable. I just think that's going to be hard. It's going to be not. It as might good. be. I mean, it, it's one of those things that thirteen is a good amount of damage. Don't don't get me wrong. Like that's your opponent has to put in some effort, but that's also not an insurmountable amount of damage. You know, they could do that with two cards and virtually any character. And but you get a play of them, right? So, I mean, I, I think it's a, a again. This is one of the ones that I guess compared to some of the other characters that we talked about, like the jet fires of the world, where I'm like, yep, I'm definitely playing this guy. This one is one I'm interested in. I just don't know exactly what this looks like yet. The partners for Dreadwing were atrocious. Yeah, you the have a, a much wider are, array for this are guy. Not atrocious. These no, are not atrocious partners. Yeah, 12, 12 stars uh, gives you a lot of room and uh, a lot of powerful. Yes, that is true. Uh, Stefan's in chat. What, what was that? No, what are you dead? Oh, Stefan was uh, asking about the the new green data bank with this guy. I mean, you could, but the problem is, is doing it early means all those cards are under him, so. I guess it just means it lasts longer. The effect just yeah, but it. I don't think it. You're gonna be getting a lot of value. Like the ability's fine; it's still good, but it's not the value there. Just because you you're gonna need to close the game out shortly thereafter. I don't think you're like healing this guy to full off of his ability. You know what I mean? Because you can only do one card each time. It's not like you can have five cards under there and then just you know, disintegrate somebody. No. Um, yeah, it's slow burn, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the fact that the partners for this guy are insane. Yes. I mean, he doesn't have to be the focal, he doesn't have to, be, he won't quote unquote be the focal point of the deck and you still get a 13 drop or a, a 7 and a 5 and a star or 7 and a 6. Get just sanity yeah you can do stars left over for this exactly yeah i i definitely agree with you there where dreadwing kept coming up short because he was kind of on an island sky tread will bring friends with him and they they can be pretty big i mean how how often in a three wide control deck did the other characters do anything other than support 13 or 12 yeah i mean the goal is often trying to get some extracting any value from them either bigger they are or you know whatever so that they right. do something yeah this guy's so gonna now, turn now he's gonna grow up and be somebody <laughs> right so like now all of a sudden you're like you're, you're you're getting something out of the deal that's what i really like about it. yeah like this is very powerful and unique to me yeah that was one of the the ways i was imagining him when he was first revealed is that okay yeah you're your two nonsense guys that normally would do nothing now do something of value at least once, even if it ends up, you know, they soak a bunch of damage and then, okay, I get one quote unquote free attack or even if it's just one regular attack with them, it's a, a relevant attack. It's so interesting to me that the deck, the, the other character or character 
receivers. They just flip all day long. But this guy doesn't have to flip at all. Like, I mean, it's insane. yeah, it's like it's interesting. To me. Yeah, the, there are a lot of options to open up that flip density, like you were saying earlier. Now, yeah, and it's not just battle masters. Um, anything else you want to bring up for Skytrad before we move into our last reveal? Do you know anything about this character and why isn't he? Over- why isn't he what? Overlord. Well, I mean, Overlord, I'm sure they're going to have more fanfare for. I know for a fact I have this guy somewhere in one of my DTOFs, although I was very excited to find my my G1 tote. I heard he was like a headmaster or something. That sounds right, but he was definitely a duo-con. Like the, I had the, the uh, two parts, but I don't know much about him as a character, unfortunately. Okay. As a, like you know, who the hell he is or what his personality is like or anything like that. Um, so we'll, I guess we can move on from Skytread and we are going to close out with Sound Blaster, who, uh, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> well, this guy, we, we talked about this guy. I gave you the crash course on this guy. Um, if you <laughs> head on over to TF Wiki, um, well, well, I did and it, it still didn't like have like, the articles weren't very big. I mean, there was... It, oh, yeah, he doesn't show up a whole lot. I mean, this guy's actually in reach. He kind of showed up as, quote-unquote, electrostatic sound wave in animated. Or at least there was a toy. So the uh, animated series had sound wave with laser beak as an electric guitar. So the this version, even though he's still technically sound wave in that, he comes with a, a rap bat as a keytar. Well, animated is terrible. <laughs> I never actually watched it. Everybody who wa- like watched it that I know of <laughs> swears by it. Like it's the greatest thing ever. I just I don't know. They all, there's a lot of people also that say Beast Wars is great, and I just can't get into it. If you like Beast Wars, more power to you. But I I've tried many times. It's just not my thing. So it's anyway. like a sound wave. Cl- something like that I read. yeah in a couple different continuities he's a clone in other ones he's a uh like rebuilt sound wave kind of thing so yeah like, like you said like gold lug that's what i'm thinking i didn't see those series where that happens so i'm assuming it's like gold bug or a you know like in the movie sound wave got his ass kicked somewhere and then they rebuilt him as sound blaster i'm guessing or something like that mm-hmm. but yeah. But anyway, for the actual card itself, we have a 12-star spaceship specialist. Shocker there. He's 516-2 in alt mode, and when you flip to alt mode, you may move a weapon from this character to one of your other characters. If you do, that character gets plus one attack until end of turn. In bot mode, he's still a specialist, 616-1. When this attacks, you may play a black pip weapon from your scrap pile onto this. And that ability seems crazy until you think about the black pip weapons we have. I mean, it's free value. <laughs> so, I mean, like, yes. he, has a new, he has a new design built into him and like our yes. artists are right. is, is clearly the best option. Of course, at least because right now. Again, we I'm hoping that that's not the only option we're going to have because it's because very, it's very thin after that. Because it's not combat dagger. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, and it's not the flamethrower. It's black. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I 
Yeah, I forgot about that card. <laughs> so, I mean, you can go crazy and build your deck around Arter Blade and hope to keep it in play, and then you know to to move the Arter Blade to somebody else. Mm. I don't know um, if you ha- even have to go to that length. I mean, just you know, you you free it up, and then if you can find a way to make use of that other upgrade play for the turn, like you said, the the new designs effect that. Are you advancing anything else? I, to be honest, I don't know what that other thing would be right now. But Arbor Utilia, obviously. Well, I'm gonna assume that is the case. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, you could, I guess, play a different weapon on a different guy and save you a play. But then you're only saving a play to play an armor utility the next turn. So, well, I mean, like putting a Q reflex on this guy and then having a few other pips that don't hurt you and help the art or something stay around so that he could flip later to move the art something related to somebody else mm. because in my opinion if you do, if you're putting like and again i'm just call i'm just saying that his ability is hard you can't imagine playing else. um if it falls off because you didn't flip black then what does his ability actually do unless you are planning on not flipping another character next turn anyway and you just play the weapon on him to start with flip him to basically give somebody plus one to end the turn which is basically what it does because you just then move the i mean yeah i mean moving anyway. moving a battle master or something if you can manage to make that happen then you but the problem is how could that happen if you, exactly you yeah. the, the <laughs> black weapon so that's what i don't that's why it's so you need the art way to stay around and to move it or or like i said like you just assume his flip to alt mode gives you plus one defense and gives them plus one attack there's no downside to it it's just not super exciting you're just giving a guy plus one attack well i think guaranteeing that this guy always air quotes always is nine attack you know you you have a full playset of Disruptor Blades. Yep. It, always nine attack, and then, okay, my next weapon, my my weapon play next turn on my other guy is plus one. That seems good enough. Assuming I got another flip. Assuming no one else has. Yeah, agreed. Because um, I could certainly, see, you know, you, you play Arbitrary Battlemaster, you know, whatever, and then fill out the stars with another guy that's mostly fine attacking in alt mode or you know only flips once and that's it he has 16 health so hopefully he can pull this off somehow um, you can't play a battle master that's a weapon when you play a battle master that's a right you can play armor, sights right? for example the, right, right, um, right that's it i mean if you if you played one that was a weapon it just gets complicated with because you then don't get the benefit. It is a May recurring the Disruptor Blade. You know, you don't have to get the Disruptor Blade to overwrite the Battlemaster if you don't want to. Yeah, then his ability's not as good. Well, of course. But you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. <laughs> um, obviously, you'd rather have it work some other way, but short of... Uh, well, you can't run... You can't run Skytread, so you're you're running low on options that don't require flips. 
outside of Battlemasters? Uh, not necessarily. I mean... I mean, there are other characters, fun. but it... You know, we'll, we'll have to see who can slot in alongside this guy. You can run Skytread. You still have Star Wars. I guess you starts could. With the, there's no reason not Yeah, to you're right. Hurt. You're right. I don't know why. We yeah. just went through him, and for some reason in my head, I was like, oh, he's 14. Nice. Yeah, he's, he's 12. Um... I don't know. I think he looks cool. I'm. I kind of want to try this just because it. The idea of recurring the weapons. I'm assuming we're gonna see one more that's worthwhile outside the disruptor blade. Maybe not this set. Unfortunately, <laughs> we'll have to see when that does make an appearance. Yeah, I, I. I mean, I can certainly see playing just disruptor as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. You, I can certainly see playing just disruptor blade. Um. Steady shot and whatever that secret action that, like, whenever they drew extra cards, I was blown. I'm trying to think of like other ubiquitous black cards that you just that didn't really hurt you that much. Mm. Like, so if you were to run, like, let's just say, like, randomly eight black cards don't hurt much, mm-hmm. um, like a metal, like a, I guess, like a metal or something like that, also. So, two random cards and then play sets of steady shot and like it's really going to come down to I feel like the turns were the cycles where you're actually able to attack with him and there's get a free disruptor blade and then move that disruptor blade to a second character and even if it's just a a grenade launcher at that point you should be well <laughs> he at. says just a grenade launcher <laughs> well, well, I mean, well I mean I mean that's the point though like yeah no you're absolutely right that's where you're way ahead so, it, the question is, are you, what happens when that doesn't happen and you just, like you said, are attacking for nine? Like, is that, is that better than things that other decks could be doing? I don't know. I feel but, like it's but, close, you know, a, a nine attacker. I mean, the problem is that you can't, it's not a true nine. It's not he's starting with nine, you can add a weapon. So then you're it is six enough at twelve stars. I guess that's maybe pushing it, but you're you should have that nine every time. It I don't know. That that feels really close to me. But I can because, be I mean, you can build you can build your deck with dramatically less weapons if this actually works. Mm. Because Anytime it would get destroyed, you would just the cycle over again. Yep. So, like, I, I'm not saying you would only play three disruptor blades, but like, you, I can think of a world where this would always happen, where you would supplement it with like crowbar. Scott, let's not get crazy. <laughs> Scott, so like, let's well, let's not work. get wild. Crowbar wouldn't work. Crowbar wouldn't work. Like, um. I can certainly see scenarios where this would, this is going to work. Yes. And at that point, at that point, where it's not going to hurt you very much, and then you're you're basically getting two new designs through a cycle. Like you're, I mean, that's the equivalent of getting n plus one each time. So like yep. you're getting a lot of free battle cards, like like simulated battle cards it's, out of the deal. 
the weird thing to me with this, I'm still mulling this over in my head, is that, so it's specifically recurring Black Pip weapons. Obviously, the Disruptor Blade is the, the primary one right now, pending anything else. It might be the only thing, because you're really stretching it for the other ones. If you're, if you're playing this in an orange shell, those Black Pips probably mean nothing. In general, yeah, like those other ones that we're doing to try and supplement the Disruptor Blade play. If you're playing this in a blue shell, the whole point was to put Grenade Launcher on, a quote-unquote, make your own Grenade Launcher. And then therefore, even your your tiny guys, the Black Pips mean nothing. Because they should be high enough to, you know, have gotten there, whatever the Pierce value was anyway, if you're flipping them, so... It feels a little weird in that respect. No, I mean it's 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 all about getting the new designs and getting letting the other upgrades you supplement. Well, I agree. Where I'm going with it is that it feels less synergistic the the pip relationship to everything else, um, because you're so all in on the new designs. It it. It feels a little clunky there as compared to other builds where it's yeah, all of that flows together more. But you're you're not though, as long as the other cards you're playing I mean if you look at the disruptor blade as blank, <coughs> as long as the other cards you're playing aren't um, have use and aren't just like more blanks like for steady right. shots and things. I right. Think you're fine. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying it's gonna be bad as a result. It was just you know, a, an observation of it. Um, it's going to come down to, like we were saying, the other other weapons and what partners this guy's going to have at 12 stars, like we were just talking about with Skytread. You do have a variety of options, um, but it's not two bodies at the start. <laughs> it's all in on this guy for the big chunk of your team. Um. I guess so. The the only thing I don't like about him is he's a specialist, obviously. Well, yes, but we can't have everything, Scott. They can't all be ranged. <laughs> well, I mean, I know, and I know why he is. Like, there's the combo implications with this guy as well. I just don't think it's going to work. But yeah, there are. I'm, it's worth bringing up just because it's there, potentially moving things around. But yeah, but I, I'm not good at those things. So I don't like it as much on this guy because. If you had to flip mid-chain of any of these potential combos, it gets awkward. Just because you may have to drop it to then move something to then try and get it going again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's still out there, so maybe it could still work. You have room to play the, the swap parts guy with this and, you know, maybe something else. So it it's not impossible. No. Uh, I, I think. Oh god! I think this. I still think Jetfire should have been this it's super rare, and he should have been right. That's neither here nor Yeah, looking at these two, that is a little weird, but I guess it's a it's a quote unquote sound wave. So super rare sound blaster. I don't know. I don't like the fact that he's a spaceship because I don't think UFO does anything in a normal outside combo deck. So, um, yes. I mean, yeah, you can UFO to do the thing, but yeah, it's not that exciting. Yeah. 
We need another. I mean, yeah, you're not really doing much. You're giving guy plus one attack, basically. Right. That for your action play for the turn, that's a little <laughs> underwhelming. I'm gonna. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll get another spaceship tribal card because we got a couple more still hanging out there that we'll see in the coming weeks. But we are getting pretty close with completing this spoiler. Um, and I'm anxious to see what the remainder of the set is because there are definitely some some very interesting concepts in this. And given the other news that we talked about on the first half of this episode, there there's a lot of things going on. A lot of excitement leading into the Invitational on a ton of different fronts. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was going to, I was going to talk about, I mean, I, and I'll talk about this again when we just do like a, some episode on just like an overall set recap, but like, I feel like I want to have an interview with like Drew and company sooner rather than later, which shouldn't be a problem. Um, because I, there's just, there's so many unique characters in this set that just have like, like so unique that it, that it's like they have like abilities on their own. There's just so many different directions with this set that I it's almost like should have put some of this stuff in Siege One. I mean, like, yeah, it does one, feel like, very dense. Seems, yeah, Siege One seems almost like straightforward, even though we had what Battle Masters and I guess, but those were probably, very the concepts that they provided it's okay well it's different ways to attack or change your your combat but and yes a lot of these i mean we're looking at a character that's okay move weapons around so clearly combat based but he also has a a sort of regrowth attached we have characters with many more slots than they normally do or they interact Mm -hmm. with other parts of the game that we haven't seen since nemesis prime or you know I, I'm definitely in agreement with you there that there's so many different wild concepts that have potential that it's tough to just, okay, well, I'll test this thing and that gives me information that I could then judge this other thing by because they do such you know ridiculously different things. Yeah, I mean, they're all, I mean, you look at these combiners, their decks on the I mean, obviously, Omega Supreme is a deck on himself. This combiner, like, I, you still have 13 stars to play with, and he's and he's a combiner himself. Yeah. Almost every single character today that we've spent a tremendous amount of time talking about mm. um, are deck centerpieces, and it's rare in a set to get this many, Yeah, you know, deck center. Like, it's like you said, like, double armor guy, you obviously have to put your deck around him. Double weapon guy, you obviously have to put your deck around him. Battlemasters. There's just so many different things in this set that it's it's pretty unreal to me. How I'm really impressed that like that there's so many niches to the set, and that doesn't even count the fact. Here's mercenaries with a bounty ability. Here's yeah. Every time you turn teams, around, it's like, know? oh yeah, there were these things. Oh yeah, there's this one more thing. Oh yeah, there's this other thing, and then the list keeps growing to the point where it's. We'll just, it's easier to count the characters that aren't new centerpieces or aren't turning the world upside down. Yeah, like, I can't even, like, who's the most vanilla character in this? Like, I, I can't Ape even face. think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. No, Chop right, Chop. I mean, we'll go with, uh, No, even he healed. Even he. 
this for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the list we have. I'd have to go back. I mean, we had that even one... The, even in the whole set, there's hard... I'm, now I'm going back, because the... I think it was the one. second one. What about Dazzle Strike? It's still, it's still a battle master that I mean, I'm going to play ability. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm trying. I'm quickly sifting through some of the lists. I mean, I'm sure there are some, and I mean, some of them are clearly less exciting than others. You know, the various micromasters have suddenly a way different flavor since we saw mercenaries. Exactly. Um, the fact that now press is going to be gone means that a lot of these Decepticons that maybe we were on the fence or completely wrote off have new life breathed into them. A lot of things have have changed or and are changing. There's just so many unique cards. It's, it's just like I, I just can't. I don't know. The, it, a month is not going to be enough time to evaluate this. I can tell you that. Yeah, there's going to be there will be surprises. I think is the best and safest way to put it. Yeah, it's really. Exciting. Well, that does it for the reveals for this week, Scott. Anything else you wanted to add at the end before we close up shop? Now, if you're listening live, we have our chair on Saturday. So yep. hopefully anybody listening live uh, knows about it and is coming if you're in the area or can tell people that are in the area to buy. So hopefully we'll see some people there. Um, other than that, uh, we do have some exciting things planned as a team for the Energon Invitational. Um, so I solidified a location for a get-together after the tournament. Sunday, which will be, uh, which will have be partially open to the public. So I'll just throw that out there. Um, if you're listening to this, likely you'll be invited. If you're going to be there, just let us know. We'll release more. Yeah, more details Mostly. to come as we get closer. Uh, yeah, it's it's an exciting time. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> I got to, uh, I, I, I thought I had a lot of stuff and there's a lot more stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep th- like, I keep thinking that like just overstating because I like playing with new toys, mm. like no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, um, I gotcha. But I, I just, that's not how I see this because I just think that like compared to Compared to other sets, like it's this is just a lot less straight than yeah. other sets were. I mean, this is this is similar to in terms similar to what you were breaking up a bit there, Scott. To rise of the combiners, like testing out only like if, but combiners were only a piece of it. Like imagine there was like you know <laughs> five other things you needed like that were the centerpiece of that as well. Like, the, right. the regular characters were still just regular characters, whereas, like, not that the case in this, so. Yeah, maybe it'll get simpler as we dive further into it, and the picture is becoming clearer since we're we're completing the spoiler, but I'm in agreement with you that, especially with this last batch of characters that we discussed today, a lot of things got thrown for a loop, uh, and it's, it's going to make the preparation process that much more complex. I don't want to say arduous because that, you know, is a negative con- con- that context to it, but it's definitely going to be more involved. Yeah. So, well, I think that'll do it 
for this episode. Uh, as Scott was saying, definitely if you're in the area and you're listening live, because otherwise it won't matter to you, check out the charity event. Otherwise, check out Cameron over at Arbitrary Hero for his charity stuff or check out other charities if that is your prerogative because it's always good to try and donate when you can. There's a lot of good causes that need help, so definitely check it out. But for us, thank you for listening, thank you for watching, and please tune in next time for more Tech Talk. Dan here from VectorSigma.info. We wanted to take this moment to thank all of our patrons for believing in the service we're providing. If you're not yet a member of a Patreon, feel free to click on the link for other podcasts like this one or Verse videos or any of the other great content that we provide on our YouTube channel. Thanks, guys.